Are you looking to transition from part-time to full-time in the lawn care business? Stay tuned. Welcome to the Lawn Care Frank Podcast, where we help lawn care professionals like yourself start and grow their business by tackling obstacles such as finding customers, hiring talented people, spreading brand awareness, and much, much more. Now your host, Lawn Care Frank. What's going on, Lawn Care Pros? So today I have a special guest with me, Judd Richardson. He is the owner of Judd's Mowing and Mulch, LLC, out of Columbus, Ohio. Hey, Judd, how are you doing today? Hey, Frank. I'm doing well. Thanks for having me on. Awesome, awesome. So tell me a little bit about what the weather is like in Columbus, Ohio. <laughs> we uh, we got hit hard by a winter storm maybe two or three weeks ago, and we still got piles of snow everywhere. Um, we're above freezing finally, but uh, everything's melting. We can't we we haven't seen the grass for three or four weeks now. So, being a lawn uh, mowing company, mowing and mulch, and probably you do other maintenance type of work. What do you do? What do you do during this time of year? So I'm actually a high school history teacher. Um, I've been teaching for the last, oh, seven or eight years here. And I do lawn and uh, landscaping on the side. And it's kind of been cool um, to see my my landscaping business grow and uh, pr- present dif- different career opportunities for me. Awesome. So, you know, I, I connected with you on Instagram and I thought you had a really cool story. And that's what I, that's why I wanted you to get on the podcast because there's a lot of, you know, people that are looking to either start their lawn care business or maybe they've been doing it on the side, you know, uh, maybe they have a full-time job right now and they're doing the work on the side. And, uh, at some point, you know, they decide to pull the trigger, right? Whether they're starting their business or, you know, uh, transitioning from part-time to full-time. Tell me where you're at in your journey. Sure. Yeah. Um, so I've been doing part-time landscaping for the last, well, since I've, since I've been in college, the last eight years or so. Um, and I, I'm going to be the guy to pull the plug this June when the school year is over. I'm not going to renew my teaching contract and I'm going to go into landscaping, um, I'm not going to say full time. I'm going to say about 80% of the time. Mm-hmm. Currently, I have about two, two or three days of, of work each each week. Uh, my goal is to get up to about four, four and a half days of, of work each week. Um, my target number is right about 100 clients, um, which which will give me the income that I need to, uh, to go in full time. But yeah, this has been a process um, of getting to this point, building up the client base and the knowledge um, that you need to, to, to go out on your own as your own business. Absolutely. So going from being a teacher to, uh, the lawn care industry, right? Landscaping, lawn service. Um, that's kind of a, that's kind of a leap there, right? Like, did you have some experience? (laughs) Did you have some experience before, uh, or did you kind of just pick, pick it up, you know, as you're teaching and stuff. And then you started mowing a few yards and saying, man, this is kind of cool. And yeah, like, tell me how, how did that come about? Was it, you know, before you were teaching, you were always interested in, just tell us a little bit about that. Absolutely. Yeah. No, I was, I started out when I was nine years old, I hung flyers around my neighborhood and, um, asked people if they wanted their grass cut. (laughs) I was always the kid in high school who got like a couple hundred bucks a week mowing and you know had that spending money you thought you were all that um 
but no, in college, I helped out my buddy who um, had his own little landscaping business. He had a truck and a trailer, and I, I learned some of the ins and outs of landscaping from him. And um, as a teacher, you don't make a lot of money starting out. I think my first year, I was making like twenty four thousand a year with a college degree. How about that? That's anyway, that's a shame. That's a shame, is what that is. <laughs> it really is. Um, anyway, anyway, so I, I started mowing grass on the side like I'd done my whole life. I I bought like a. Uh, $1,200 walk behind one of the Cub Cadet 33 inches. Oh, wow. Um, a set of ramps um, that goes in the back of my little Ford Ranger, a steel trimmer and a little blower. And um, picked up, I think I was at 12 or 13 my first year. And then uh, second, third year, I'm up to like 30, 40 yards. Um, since then, I've actually got some like legit equipment. I, I'm running um, Xmark uh, commercial mowers right now, the Laser Zs. Um, I've Tomorrow, I'm super pumped. Tomorrow, I've, I have I have my uh, Gravely 32-inch Pro Stance coming in. Um, I ordered that like three months ago, and I was, I've was i been praying hard that it gets in in time with all the shortages and stuff. Um, so, yeah, next year we'll be running uh, full uh, commercial equipment, all that's new in the last two or three years. Um, and, yeah, uh, our, our route, we were running um, in – three different cities all within 20 minutes of each other about 50 or 60 clients a week two years ago mm. and since then i have cut all of my clients down to a five mile radius um and so last year we were running 55 clients a week with like 60 total all within um a, a five mile radius and it's really uh, increased efficiency um and profit margin and all of that it's been it's been great to see uh, you know this is like my side hustle um and and moving from the teaching full-time to making it more of your making it my career in the landscaping field um it's going to be really interesting for me to see how i can keep the efficiency up while i'm expanding i think that'll be one of my biggest challenges yeah for sure that's that's uh that's really interesting so you know you you referenced you know when you first started out you have you know, uh, one type of mower now you've expanded and you're getting more commercial type mowers. You know, yeah. I always tell people when they're first starting out, you know, just use whatever you need, right? Like whatever you right. have, just, you know, keep it simple. And what a cool business this is, right? What a cool business this is in the sense that you were able to go out probably for under $2,000, not including your truck that maybe you already had, right? For probably, did, yeah. you know, $2,000, 2500 whatever that might be. Um, or, and you can maybe elaborate on that and give us a, you know, a better number. How cool is it that you're able to start a business, you know, with such a low barrier to entry, right? No, it's, it's, it's really cool. Um, and obviously you want to use the nicest equipment you can afford, mm -hmm. but everybody, when we're starting out, I mean, you have what you have and that's, that's all you can do. Yeah. And you know, the most important thing you have to have is customers, right? So it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you have $10,000 worth of equipment. If you don't have any customers, uh, you're getting beat out by the guy that's, you know, got a $500 mower, right? Right. And, and this is, and this is the thing is if you have the relationship with the customer, you can get away with anything as long as you're getting the work done. Um, so that's what I always tell people when they're starting out is find 20, 30 people and treat them like the best clients you, you'd ever have. Mm -hmm. Offer to um, to to do services where, like at this point in my career, I wouldn't imagine doing. Like I, I think there was one guy that had like a 
maybe a 10 by 10 foot fenced in area in his backyard. And he, he, I was, I was just trimming that down and he's like, no, I want you to push the push mower all the way to the backyard mm. and then push mow that. Now I just be like, no, that's, that's not a service I offer. <laughs> but, but then I was like, you are literally what? Five, 10% of my income. I've yeah. got to do whatever I can to keep you happy. Um, and so if you, it, you start by building those, those relationships and then when, you know, you, you are behind two or three days and you call them up, they're completely understanding because you do call them up, you know, two or three days, uh, if you're going to be late two or three days. So that's what I say. Treat, treat your initial clients like they're like the kings of the world, like your most important clients. And then that can beat out anybody with better equipment than you. Yeah, for sure. So uh, I, I kind of joke around with some of my friends when uh, in the lawn care industry is I, I remember when I was first starting out and many of us when we were first starting out, you know, you went from one job to the other and some, you know, you didn't have enough business, right, to be able to go. No, I can't do that. You know, I joke around that you know, one minute I'm mowing and somebody says, Hey, can you put shingles on my doghouse? I'm like, well, I don't know how to put shingles <laughs> on my doghouse. And I'm just joking about that. I don't, that actually never happened. But if it did, I would be like, Oh, sure. I'm going to do it. You know, Hey, can you sweep out this? Or can you do the gutters? I'm, Oh, sure. I'm going to do it. But once you get more established, right. And you're able to pick and choose, you have the comfort of being able to, um, say the magic words. No. Exactly. Like you're saying, there are some of the craziest jobs that I did the first couple of years I did this. And um, I hated myself every minute I was out. <laughs> every, every minute you were doing this, like, I think I volunteered to um, remove a guy's retaining wall uh, that was crumbling apart. And I, you know, you completely underquote them. So I'm like, oh, that'll take a couple hours. It ends up, ends up taking two days. Yeah. You spend two days working for like a $50. <laughs> you have no idea what you're doing starting out. But I also still have him as a client right now. Oh, excellent. Excellent. And I'm sure you got probably some referrals from that and uh, things are going well. So, Yeah, that's the, that's the one thing I do every year is I send out a letter to all my clients. I First, I update them on all of my life events. I've got four kids and, you know, I send them a picture of them just so I'm a person and not just a business, you know. I like and that. And then I will include um, – five or six business cards and I have a, a business card that's a magnet for their fridge and I tell them I'm really looking for clients within this radius if you have anybody please send them the thing and then I'll also send out an email uh, maybe two days later when I'm assuming that they'll get the get it that um has a digital business card that they can email out to all their friends and post on social media um so that those are just some little tricks that I've learned that has a uh, helped me get people clients in my radius um, that are, are clients that I want to have. Well, I tell you what, just listening to that, I mean, you're way ahead of the game. You're doing a great job. I think, uh, you know, our uh, audience can really appreciate and get some tips and tricks because I, I think what you're saying with the magnets, uh, which a lot of people don't do that. Uh, uh, I used to do that whenever I first started out. Uh, I would send out literally magnets to Everybody, everybody, every customer. I would even put magnets uh, for the uh, customers that I didn't have that were next to customers that I did have. I would because you know if 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 they happen to keep it, it's it's like I'm in your home, you know. So that's a great great idea. And I do that every year too. Is all my existing clients? I knock five doors down one way, five the next way, and then 
tent across the street. And I knock on their door and I actually introduce myself and I say, hey, I mow your neighbors. Here's my card. Here's a magnet. And um, I'm like, I don't care if it's just one time when you're on vacation. You mm-hmm. call me. I'm here any, every week anyway. Um, you see the good work that I do. Um, and then if I mow for them on vacation, there's a really high chance that the next year they're going to be like, you know, I could mow or I could call up Judd <laughs> and have him come and mow for me this year. And I've gotten, and those aren't, it's not just like the leads that you get like on Facebook and Google on that. Those are actually people who know you as a person. They're not like calling you, Hey, you're one of three people I called. There's someone who's like, if he says yes, I will give him my business. And those are the people that are just gold for clients. I love that. And again, going back to, uh, when you were talking about, you know, um, route density, right? Like your, your rate radius has kind of shrunk to the five miles and you're not doing three cities and you're doing one city. Um, that's, that really, uh, pays dividend and it really goes to your bottom line. So you've already established that some of the things you're doing is, is going to be really beneficial to the route density this year. But is there anything else that you're doing or thinking about doing to build that route density? Well, ever since I started getting clients where I would pull up on the street and then I wouldn't leave for about, you know, an hour and a half because I'm mowing six or seven clients on the same street. Nice. That really builds up a reputation with everybody else. Um, and I, I I see a lot of people with their, their uh, workers have their ear protection on. And of course, that's all important. And then they're just head down, load up the trailer, close the trailer and go. I'm all about mow, keep your head up on a swivel, see people. You, you make eye contact with somebody, you can wave them down, introduce yourself, talk to them. Um, and if you see a yard, a couple a couple houses down that haven't been mowed yet this year, you know, let's say you're in April and they haven't mowed yet, hang something on their door. It's not a big deal. Um, I'll do a lot of, I have, I always keep a hole punch in a bag of rubber bands uh, in my truck. And so I'll hole punch the corner of a business card, loop the rubber band through, and then hang that on their doorknob. Mm, okay. And it's like, that is... <laughs> to get something on your doorknob where you have to undo it with a rubber band, you're like, oh, this is a person who physically hung this on my door. It's way more effective than, you know, one of the, the bulk mail generating uh, leads. So anyway, <laughs> I could talk all day about route density and, uh, and advertising. Well, that's awesome because that's important because, you know, people always ask, how do I get more customers? And one of the ways and several different ways is really concentrating on neighborhoods that you already have customers. Right. And it's it, you're, my biggest weekly expense um, once the equipment's paid off is my my gas for my truck hauling the trailers around um, and you save money on that and you <laughs> loading up, you know, unloading. Uh, that is all time driving from place to place. That's just, that's time not being used. Um, and and, it, and that's, that's huge. And um, you mentioned like, you know, you're expanding your business uh, going into the 2022 season. You've got some new equipment. Have you hired new employees or did you have somebody working with you before, maybe on a part-time basis? Were you doing everything yourself? Tell me a little bit about that. So yeah, this is, this is key. This is everything about my business is, uh, there's this old man. I don't want to call him old man. He's 64. Oh, he's rich. Um, (laughs) but he, he can outwork me. He, those are the kind of guys you want. Right. So, um, he is actually a part-time pastor at a church down the road and I, I've waved him down and, um, and actually weird. He used to sub at the school that I was teaching at. So I got to know him that way too. 
And I was like, hey, do you need some extra business? And he's like, yeah. I said, I, I own a landscaping business. You want to help me out? This is my first year, mind you. Like, So mm-hmm. I was still learning the ins and outs. Um, and I was like, let's strike a deal. I will pay you half of all of the money that I make if you, with your truck, pick up my trailer and mow these yards. And nice. uh, because I'm not paying him hourly and because he can call his own schedule here in Ohio, it's different state to state, mm-hmm. I can put him on a 1099. Um, and he needed like three more quarters to uh, get his social security, whatever stage that was. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it worked out for both of us. And and this is key because there's a lot of guys that you can't trust out there, but he's someone I trust completely. And since then, we've he's one of my, my best friends um, because he, he, my business doesn't work without him as a teacher, especially as a teacher, because the first two months I'm still in school and that's when it's just crazy hectic. Um, I can completely trust him to pick up my equipment, mow my yards. He, uh, if he gets waved down for new clients, he writes all of their information down, gives them my number, and we get them on the list. Um, whereas I, I've, I've hired some people on and off that um, I've wondered, what are they picking up? The, the new clients for themselves mm. are they mowing ones on the side you know you, you know if you don't trust the person that's working for you it just it just can't work long term so if you don't if you're if you're doing this as a side hustle and your main job is like teaching like mine was um it it won't work unless you have someone like rich um like last year i got covid in november or october october oh, wow. And so I was, I didn't have symptoms, but I was out for about 10 days or maybe two weeks mm. and he was able to take over everything for me and it was seamless. That's, that's, that's really great. And so going into 2022, are you looking to hire, um, somebody full-time, part-time, you know, as you, as you go in full blast? So I'm going in full blast. And so it's going to be awkward because like I said, I've got to teach until the first week of June. Mm. Um, so when I'm looking to expand, Rich can hold down the fort with my current 50, 60 clients. Um, and so I've I've hired, <laughs> I've had conversations with three guys, um, all of which um, seem like nice, nice young men um, who have mowed in the past. But uh, that'll be the next step is getting out there and training them. Once I have all the equipment and once the grass grows just a little bit and we're not under snow, um, that will be the 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 key for me is will they be able to handle you know the extra forty yards a week I, and I'm planning on paying them twenty five bucks an hour which oh, wow. is that's which really is, good is, is really good and the reason why uh, they're both construction workers and I know them a little bit but I I want them to completely take the job seriously and in in my situation it is not a permanent hire it's just for two months mm. so I want to make it worth their while I don't want them to treat it as a joke which you know, if it's not something you're going to always be doing or just be doing for two months, it might not take it as seriously as I want. So I told them, you get half of all of my income, which comes to be about 25 an hour. Take it seriously and uh, keep these clients happy. And if you have to spend extra time, I will pay you extra money, but um, keep them happy so that when I take over in June and I'm running the route all by myself or or maybe with a helper, then it'll work. Yeah. So then you have a good foundation. You don't want to lose, uh, customers and then have to kind of rebuild that. It's just, it's just really so much easier when you have a good retention rate and you're able to expand on it year over year. So let's, let's fast forward to 2023, 2024. And as far as you want to go and tell me, where do you see your business? Uh, is this kind of, uh, something that you're going to do between 
getting to something else or is this kind of like your uh, future? No, that's right on, Frank. So my goal is to eventually be in the ministry full time. So I've been in seminary for a while now. And this is working, working for the church doesn't, doesn't really pay the bills. So this is the way that um, I'm planning on paying my bills until I finish seminary and then maybe take a, a place in the ministry in the future. My wife and I have actually worked overseas with some mission organizations, and I would love to get to that point eventually. Mm-hmm. But if I'm here mowing grass and, uh, you know, serving in the church here, then I'd be completely happy to. So the answer is, I don't really know. but I love mowing and I love working with the church and I'm really excited for the the career change in that. It's not that I don't love teaching, but like my passion is for the ministry and then and is for landscaping. And so I can't do, you know, you can't be everything <laughs> to everybody. Absolutely. You got to you got to follow your passion and it sounds like that's something that you're um laser focused on and that that's really good. I mean I um I don't know uh how old you are but it sounds like you are very focused in your mission. Well, I'm 31. Uh so just just throw that out there and I've yeah. got um I've got four kids who are in between let's see twins in preschool. I have a kindergartner and a first grader. So I've got really young kids. Um and my wife's a teacher too. So we're just, uh, we're out here just trying to impact our community for the better, um, providing some services and, uh, showing God's love to everybody that we see. I love that. I love that a lot. And, um, we're going to continue our conversation with Judd in the next episode. I hope this information was helpful to you and we'll catch you in the next podcast. Thank you for listening to the Lawn Care Frank podcast. Please subscribe and visit LawnCareFrank.com for more helpful tips and information.